0: To the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Cap Show, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable, and it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I have a guest for you. Just wait for it. It's, it, it is Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town.
1: <laughs> nice. Did
0: I say that right, Elsie? Yes, you, 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 right? you nailed it. <laughs> also, also. Well, welcome to this podcast. I'm so glad to have you on here.
1: I'm super excited to be here. Um, it's a, a fantastic Tuesday, I think, and I'm just excited to have the, the conversation.
0: We were just having a chat beforehand about how, for some reason, it feels like today's Thursday, but it is Tuesday, in fact. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Elsie, tell us a little bit about, I do want to come to back to the story about the mayor, because, you know, that's... Obviously, where did that come from? But first, I want to hear about Podcast Town. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Well, the very long version of this story is I um, started in podcasting sort of on accident. I was running an internet radio company um, just because I wanted to meet business owners and learn from them. So, I figured I'll start this station, have other businesses on the station. My goal was 100 st- uh, shows at the time and business 24-7 all across the world. That's how I was going to learn business. Fast forward, I ran across an actual podcast, fell in love with it. I'm a planner. So I started doing some research, decided to ditch the internet radio idea and focus on getting better as a podcaster. And six years later, here we are. We are, are podcasting for a living and for fun. So it's 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 been a blast
0: crazy wow okay so and then let's let's go there now what why why are you the mayor
1: (laughs) so I had a coach once and he told me Elsie every time I ask you a question you have to tell a story with your answer but but I do that because I find that it gives you good context as the as the the to my answer so sitting there one day doing a a strategy session with one of my coaches, a marketing coach, and he's a brilliant guy, ideas guy. And he pauses and he looks at me and he kind of stares off into space and he says, Elsie, you know what you are? You're the mayor. You're the mayor of podcast town. The way you show up, the way you preside, the way you connect people, the way you help them get to where they want to go. You're the mayor. And I started doing some testing in, in the market and it, it just kind of stuck. In fact, I put a post up on Facebook and my mom calls me and she says, Elsie, I'm I'm so excited for you that you're running for mayor. And I'm like, mom, no, it's not not that kind of mayor. This is a marketing for for the for the business, for the new branch. So um, <laughs> so I, I think to,
0: to be this mayor. I am this mayor. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so I think at that point I realized, okay, this is something that we can we can build on.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. Cool. I love that. I love that story. Okay. So let's take us back to six years ago, you started podcasting because it was a way for you to learn. Now, when in that journey, did you actually make the decision to start your own business, to start Podcast Town essentially?
1: Yeah. Fun, funny story. I am the most strategically random person you will ever meet, right? Those words seem to be um, you know, opposite of each other, but I did not have a plan with my podcast. I didn't care if anybody listened to it. I literally, my only goal was to get in front of these people and learn from them. But one smart thing I did was at the end of every show in the green room, what I would do is I would ask every guest, if you were me, if you were Elsie, you're doing this podcast thing, what would you be doing? And then I just shut up and took notes. And one day, one of my guests said, well, low hanging fruit LZ, I would help people start podcasts because obviously that's something you know how to do. And so I said, huh, okay, I'll give it a try. And so I put it out there to a couple of people and they paid me US dollars and I helped <laughs> them start their podcast. <laughs> and it kind of grew from there. Um, other guests would give me other ideas and that's how we sort of became a full service agency.
0: Wow. And how long ago was that, that you made that decision to go into business?
1: It was relatively quick. I would say within the first six months, somebody um, said, hey, dude, you should probably, you know, make this a business. And I said, oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Let me me try that.
0: (laughs) Okay, cool. And then, uh, so how did that, how was that? How did that feel? Like, did you, you know, because sometimes it's like we get this idea and we're like, oh, yeah, it sounds good at the time. But then some other, and then a lot of times we go through the process and we go through that journey and we realize that maybe that's not quite our passion or maybe it's this other thing instead, you know, as we go through the journey. But for you, it seems like you've stuck with it. So, and that's really lucky because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, shiny object syndrome and all these other things come into play. How, like, did you know that this was the thing that you were meant to be doing or what was even that journey for you to realize that, hey, I am actually on the right path. This is what I was you know, meant to be doing
1: at this point in time. Yeah, I think part of it for me is I've always wanted to start my own, to own my own business. So that was one aspect of it. The other aspect is I'm a singer songwriter. And so I've, since I was five years old, and so I've always been meeting new people, learning, hearing their story. It's just a different form. Right. And so it really fit well because I understood the tech. You know, I, I know my way around a mixing board. Uh, all of my passions involved me talking in a microphone. And so it was it was a really cool, natural fit. Um, and it really allowed me to dig deep into the the listening part right? Um, music is more of me, you know, taking you on the journey and I'm telling you the story uh, with podcasting. What I've found, um, especially helping others do podcasting, it's a lot of listening. It's a lot of taking notes and really understanding what story are we telling? Who are we telling the story to? And how do we connect the two? Wow,
0: I love that. So what were you doing? So you were singing, 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 songwriting, writing, singing songwriting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so do you still do that or did you decide to like shelve that when podcast time came about?
1: Yes and no. I, I put it on the back burner for a little while for several years um, when I started my family uh, because that's the other thing. I, I, I always knew two things. I wanted to start a family and I wanted to start a business. And so uh, 20 years old, got married, had a couple of kids and did the whole thing, right? And um so kind of put music on the on the side burner, not on the back burner, but more on the side burner. Um and so I was doing you know singing worship at church and and doing that. I wasn't really out and about. Um, but actually this year, um, I'm not sure when this still will release, but um I'm releasing new music. And so it's 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 a part of who I am. And so I I'll be seventy seven years old, still doing podcasting and still doing music. I'll be that old guy who literally croaks with a microphone in his hand, in some form, and headphones on. Just put, I told my wife, just put the microphone and the headphones in my coffin with me, and I'll, I'll take it with me because it, it 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 is literally my life.
0: And so, how long ago did you start your family? Uh,
1: like, um. As- Ooh, my daughter is 15.
0: 15. Okay. Okay. I know I don't so, look
1: like I have a 15 year old, but yeah, my daughter no, will no, 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 be 15 in a couple weeks.
0: Definitely, definitely not. Uh, okay. So uh, so you started a family, and uh, in the meantime, you were seeing songwriting. You were uh, and did you have another job, like another pay, like full time job, or were you seeing songwriting your job?
1: Yes. So, okay. So that's the piece that caused me to, to start the podcast is because again, I told, I, I've always wanted to do my own thing, but I was married early. So I had a wife, I had a uh, rent, I had responsibility. And so I couldn't just not get an income. So I was in, um, electrical engineering for uh, several years. Um, I've done operations, I always tease people. I probably had Any job that you can think of. I was a janitor for a short stint. I've pulled carpet in hotels. I've cleaned the bottom of barges. I've worked fast food. I've painted boats. I've done a lot of different things. And, and that really took me to my breaking point where my side hustle just, they weren't working and I wasn't learning what I needed to learn. And so I started the podcast because I needed to learn from business people. And I knew that if I were to send them a cold email, like imagine I send you a cold email saying, Hey, Deidre, can I, can I pick your brain? no, you cannot pick my brain. But if I invite you to my podcast and, and back then when not everybody had one, it was like, oh yeah, sure. I'll come on your podcast and tell you everything I know for an hour. Okay, great. And so that was my plan. I was like, okay, I'm going to, this is going to be my education and my way out of this day job that I absolutely hate. And, um, and it worked. It, I, I learned some of the, the best concepts, cheat codes and, and principles from these business people.
0: Amazing. Okay. And then so, because my next question, a follow on question then was like, how did that feel then to make that leap into entrepreneurship? Because I know that, you know, you you said you've always wanted to own a business uh, and you were doing all these different things uh, in the lead up to this point. So it's the scary thing to, you know, sometimes even those, like when we know we're like, yeah, we want to own a business, it's still scary to make that decision and that leap into uncertainty, into sleepless nights, into all of those things. So what was that transition like for you?
1: It was slow and painful (laughs) to be (laughs) quite honest. Um, You know, like I said, I, you know, I had a mortgage, I had two kids at the time. Right. So now not only, excuse me, not only do I have the wife, but now I have the wife, I have the mortgage, not rent, two children, not one, but two children, car the whole nine, right? And so now it's like, okay, well, will I be able to replace my income? Um, am I gonna be able to sustain this? Is this a is this idea, this podcast agency, is it gonna fly? This is before there were a gazillion agencies and everybody was doing it right. And so it was scary. And I remember the first time I jumped out, I quickly realized that uh, the idea that I had at the time wasn't going to work out, and I had to jump back into corporate. Right, I had to swallow my pride and, and take the loss and say, you know what, this ain't working. <laughs> I need to do something different. And so the second time around, I was wiser. You know, I had the 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 battle scars, and I was able to to have a um, a runway. And working with a coach, right? Um, I told you, I, I got, I got smart and I was better prepared the second time because I had um, had that failure under my belt, uh, the embarrassment, the people asking you, Hey, so whatever happened to that business and having to tell them, Oh yeah, we didn't. You know, so I had that whole um, everything behind me the second time around. Um, and it was still scary. Um, it was less scary because I really felt strongly and passionate about what I was doing, but it was still definitely extremely scary. Still is.
0: Yeah. And so, and, and let's talk about like almost, you know, all of those fears coming up and if you can always pinpoint like where they were stemming, like what were some of those fears for you that you were feeling when you did decide to go into this, this business?
1: I, I think the biggest fear for me to be, completely honest and transparent, I could not have lived with myself had I not tried. Mm. I didn't want to be 90 years old and with my great, great grandson on my knee and tell him, you know, I, I don't know if I would have made it as an entrepreneur. Yes. I, I could not live with that. I would, I would have rather gone out the second time, failed again miserably than to not have known. Um, so really that was my only fear. Um, I, I am past the point of fearing failure just because as a more experienced entrepreneur, I understand that's part of the game now. Um, and and so for me now the fear is not getting everything out, you know, if, if there's a book I want to write, um, if I, there's a movie I want to be in, or all of that stuff. My literally my only fear is dying before I get all that stuff out. <laughs>
0: And that's like, you know, in itself, I mean, I like obviously I totally respect that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, I mean, that's, you know, you've got to be a bit crazy to go into entrepreneurship. Um, And so a lot of us are driven by that fear, by that fear of never wanting to have a regret. But there's also a lot of expectation that you put on yourself, right? Like all of that expectation to make this thing work and to also want to achieve and do all these other things as well. So how do you kind of like, how do you balance that or how do you think through that kind of balance
1: in your life. Yeah, I try to do things in seasons, um, and try not to do too many things in in one season. Um, like for example, my music. For example, I, I don't want to to write the book at the same time as I'm writing the music, because um, a lot of times I'm in a different headspace as well. Um, so same thing for a, a new business idea or a new partnership. Um, I try to to be really sensitive uh, to a few things to uh, spiritually just really understanding where, where God is calling me and and directing me, Um, understanding uh, physically what my body is telling me. Uh, There were times where I pushed my body to the limit and my body shut down. Right. Um, So I physically could not do anything else. Um, And then thirdly, just really being sensitive to what my family needs. Um, For example, I don't take to um, more than two evening uh, networking v- events or meetings a week, because when I do, I don't get to, to tuck my son in. And I'm not okay with that, um, to not be able to do that three three nights a week. So just setting those boundaries um, in, in all aspects of, of of my being, just to make sure that they're all in alignment. And they're never perfectly aligned, but I've gotten better over the years at realizing, okay, this week this this was off so let's make some course corrections or this week man you you didn't get a ton of sleep and you're stressing out about some things you need to take you know some time to to reset and just really doing my best to to find uh, harmony um, maybe a better word than, uh, than balance, but just making sure that I'm aware, um, of what I'm feeling, not ignoring it. Right. If I'm tired, I'm tired, <laughs> just be, really acknowledging it and, and dealing with it as, as it, it, as it's present.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Okay. I do want to go back to, you know, when you first started your business and, you, and as you said, it was pretty early on and you kind of floated it with a couple of people and they were like, yeah, that's cool. It sounds cool, but you're right. Like there are, you know, it's, it's, maybe not a super, super saturated market, but there are a lot of other, you know, um, people who help others start podcasts. Um, so was there a moment, like, can you describe a moment or even remember a moment when you, like where everything changed and you were like, I have a business because it was it was working in some way. Do, well, yeah. Was there, is there a particular moment that you remember?
1: Um, there's not one. There's a, a, a few, there was a series of moments um one ironically when i started to see other people enter the space um i've i thought okay this this might have some legs um and then when i worked with my first few clients and i started to see some of the results that we were getting um you know like clients tripling their revenue or clients that are 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 meeting people and and establishing these great relationships i said okay I think this has links. And I think that this is go- is something that even if it looks different 10 years from now, this is something that I can build a legacy on.
0: Mm, love that. And what is, can you share with us a little bit of your secret sauce, maybe your strategy? Like, what is it that uh, that you actually do help clients with and the how?
1: Yeah, I think for us um, at Podcast Town and a lot of people ask me, why not the president or why not the king of podcasting or why not? And I tell them I my personality, the way I approach things, I'm the guy that will show up at your kid's graduation or at the backyard barbecue. You know, very mayoral. and, And that's how our brand is. And so our our approach is the same. And I think that that's what makes us different. That's what makes us unique is is how we approach it and how we get results for our clients, right? It, it's not, um, you're going to record audio and send it to us. We edit it and send it back to you. We become your partner. We want to get you to your end goal. Um, and so I think that that's the thing that makes us uh, different and unique is we really partner with our clients to get them to where they want to be.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And how do you do that? As in like what, you know, you mentioned tripling someone's revenue, like what is the secret sauce for and what, how can a podcast actually help do that?
1: Yes. So, so really it's no secret to be completely honest. What we do is we start with the end in mind. and client comes to me and they say, okay, we want to increase our clinic attendance. Okay. Let's design a show that makes people feel like they're at one of your clinics. And they executed it and they got results. So, so it's really not complicated, right? It's just a matter of, of looking at what your goal is and, and designing your show and the brand that surrounds the show to move people to that end goal. Um, as much as I wish it was a, this complex equation that I could chart out, it really is that simple. What What's our goal? And how do we move people with the sound, with the video, with the social, the email, with all of the, that makes the podcast brand, what it is, how do we move people right to that goal?
0: Mm, I love that. Awesome. Now our listeners, uh, they believe in the power of storytelling to create human connection. And I'm sure you totally buy into that because you yourself are a storyteller. You are the mayor. Um, what, (laughs) um, how do you share your story with stories with your audience? Obviously, I know you have a podcast, but are there any other channels, means, marketing, that uh, marketing means, I should say that where you share your stories?
1: Well, I love shaking hands and kissing babies. That is my number one job. And, and whenever I meet people, whether it's at a, a networking event or virtually, I'm always trying to share um, not, not only what I do, but why I do it. Um, because uh, hopefully people can see the passion that I have for this medium. Um, and that's because it truly changed my life. You know, I, I would not be sitting here today had it not been for podcasting. And so I, I, I try to um, exude that passion and help other people find that passion. Um, and with regards to storytelling, that's part of a story, right? Is that moment when you realize that you can do it. Right, if if you think about um, a Spider Man or a Marvel character, it's, there's always a moment in the movie where it seems like they're getting their butt kicked and they're not gonna win, but then something happens and it brings their memory back to to something their Aunt May said or or something that happened that sparks that last bit of inspiration and they realize that okay, despite the fact that my mask is half torn off, the bad guy is is like literally kicking my butt and it doesn't look good. There's just this craziness about, uh, that moment that you realize, wait a minute, I can do this. Mm. And, and that moment is the thing that gets me up every day.
0: Wow. Awesome. I love that. Uh, now, let's talk about marketing. So, because we, we started, we've already started that conversation, you know, where you're telling your story, where you're sharing your stories in your marketing. So how have you grown your business um, in the past? And then I do want to ask where to going forward. So let's start with, you know, you've been six years in with your business. Um, how did you grow it?
1: The the podcast. I know that's probably an, <laughs> an answer that you you expect, but It Through relationships. And the the main way that I've done that is through my podcast, Um, meeting people and ultimately giving as much value as possible. Um, Again, back to the listening piece, understanding what is it that they want or need and how can I help them get that? Um, And just repeating that process, because I found that the more that I help people get what they want, the more these opportunities seem to just come my way. And so I'm like, okay, um, do more of that because it seems to be working. Um, social's big for us. Um I've I've been um doing the best I can to to tell our story via um LinkedIn, um, Facebook, and um looking at YouTube and TikTok, uh, much to my daughter's chagrin. She's like, Dad, don't get on TikTok, but um Social and, and really just building relationships. And I'm a very um big on networking in person. Um, now that we can go out and meet other humans again. Um, in person has been big for us as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then let's talk about going forward. You already mentioned TikTok um and I guess YouTube. Are there any other um, marketing channels, means, advertising, whatever that where you are looking to uh focus on for growth?
1: Um, I would say. Email marketing as well. Um, I found that when when I'm doing that consistently, and and I sometimes don't, um, good <laughs> things tend to happen.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. So it's I, I love what you're saying because it's almost like going back to basics of marketing. It's like there's no new whiz bang thing that you need to do. It's just like get consistent. Just dial in on the you know the I guess bread and butter of marketing. Um, exactly. I love that. Yeah. And what about your business? Where is your business headed? Where do you see, like, do you have anything exciting on the horizon? I'd love for you to share with us.
1: Um, maybe I don't know that I can share yet, but there may be (laughs) there may be a book coming um, (gasps) that I'm super excited about. I'm sharing some of the things that you know that I've learned as a professional and as an entrepreneur. Um, So I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm looking to, to open up more locations for our, our studio. So that's exciting. Um, but other than that, I'm systematically firing, firing myself from all of the aspects of my business. And so I'm just going to fire myself right on um, out of there and, um, and and rinse and repeat the process.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. This has been so super helpful for everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, Elsie. If anyone is interested in seeing what you have to offer, where is the best place for them to go?
1: Um, Best place is the website. So podcasttown.net and there are two T's uh, or they can email me at mayor at podcasttown.net.
0: Awesome. And I think you did have a um, particular offer that you wanted people to go check out.
1: Yeah. If, if people um, I'm not sure what the code is going to be, but if um, they enter the code that will be listed, I'm supposing in the show notes, um, I'll give them 20% off of our perfect podcast launch program
0: amazing and is that going to be uh, basically just to help them get a podcast set up is that what that will Well be?
1: we want we want them to launch the right way. there's there's a way that you can launch a podcast and then there's a there's a right way you can do it and we we take okay. you through the whole process. It's a six, six week course or training I should say where you get me the the mayor um guiding <laughs> you along the process um, and we have office hours and there's workbooks and it's it's really cool.
0: Oh, that sounds so awesome. All right, you guys. Well, you heard that here. We'll definitely put those in the show notes. you got to get in on this because um, the Mary is so much fun to hang out with and you definitely want to be doing that for six weeks <laughs> as you get your podcast launched the right way. Uh, thank you so much, lZ once again. For everyone else listening to us, uh, thank you for your time and if you loved this episode, please leave us a review, leave us a rating, share it with your friends, subscribe to this podcast or follow this podcast and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Deidre Shen here. Thank you so much for listening to the Remarkable Entrepreneur podcast. Now, if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, then please visit go.theremarkableentrepreneurpodcast.com slash podcast guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, deidreishen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, Follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time.